Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Kree Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. Yo, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And this is episode 46. Yeah. Let's give a shout out to all the sensitive ass Twitter niggas. <laughs> niggas who think that typing behind their computer is doing something. I'm going to give y'all a shout out because yeah. damn, dude, it really keeps a lot of people pacified in their homes. Twitter's amazing for that. Damn, like, man. it's hilarious. Like, gotta, gotta make myself feel special by hopping on the Twitters. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love and doing everybody it. Everybody knows how I feel. Letting everybody know how I feel. I like it because I can do it passively while I do other monotonous tasks yeah. and inflame other people. That shit makes me so happy, especially because so many stupid Man, white people think that they're a Twitter troll real quick. Oh, nigga, what the amount of white people on Twitter who think that they're doing something blows my fucking mind. And that shit, you got to deflate that. I don't give a fuck, man. That shit is stupid. Like, but anyway, cool. Let's go ahead and start out with our RIPs in these dark days. RIP Manuel Ellis of Tacoma, Washington, murdered by the police. Let's pray for justice for that man. All right. So you've been watching anything lately? Nah, actually, I haven't been getting around too much. Yeah, you're killing me, man. I'm gonna have to carry this watching segment, bro. <laughs> nah, it's all good. No, I got some stuff in the wings, though. That's what's up. No, I got a bunch of stuff lined up that I just got to find time to watch because it's not really stuff I want to watch with Carolina. Yeah. Or because she's just not particularly interested. And so I got to find time to watch it. Yeah. Shit that we watch together is is dope because then we get to spend the time. But right. otherwise, it's got to be fitting <laughs> on I'm my own time. To, meaning to finish up um, the, the second season of Spawn because I uh, shout out to Which Keith Spawn? David, the animated one. Because the it was old his one? birthday last week. Yeah, yeah. The old Oh, shout the out for one. the man's birthday for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what? I should probably catch up on that. Let's have a we could definitely have a talk about that. I'll catch yeah, up on it. it. So I missed evidently like I thought the McMillions was done when I stopped watching it, but evidently I ended the episode early and Carolina kept watching after we had started recording last time. And fucking, I missed out on the whole shit, nigga. There was <laughs> the another big ass turd. Yeah, so I'm glad I fucked it up for everybody. So anyone who actually watched it got a uh, a pleasant twist at the end. Yeah, so evidently, <laughs> evidently the mom was the informant because she was trying to get the kid. That's just crazy. That's yeah. Silly. So the, the the Columbo the the Columbo crime boss dude who was involved in the scheme yeah. in the McMillions documentary. His mom wanted to get custody of his kid, so she ratted on the wife and a bunch of the people around the wife who That's would be the next in line sad. because, of course, they were all involved in the scheme. Yeah, and she just didn't expect it to keep going. She thought yeah, it would end like, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to investigate just these. Three Once again, people, people who don't do crimes people alone. <laughs> people, people who don't do crimes don't know uh, nothing about doing scary. crime. So she like was the informant. Leave activity over there. Never mind the one right next to it, but just yeah. that one right there. Nah, that's not how it works. <laughs> Especially when you have a bored ass nigga like the that? fucking head investigator on this fucking this this uh this investigation. This dude, like, you don't want to leave. He's the kind of dude who like would see a loose thread and instead of notifying the person so they could cut it off, just pull it. <laughs> oh, what is? Oh, your shirt's coming off. Goes, what happened bro. to your sleeve? Like you're pulling the thread, nigga. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, that shit had mad more turns, and it was in the like the last thirty minutes. I was like, That's damn. Crazy. I'm used to them shits ending by like the third episode, and then episode five and six is just rehashing what you've been watching. Yeah, but man. no, that shit had a, a crazy turn, and it was interesting because the FBI agent was like, "Listen, 
we would never take a hint from the IRS because the likelihood that someone's reporting something to the IRS that we're not already on, first of all, is extremely low. And second of all, we would never admit that shit. You fucking kidding me? Like, that's a fucking revenue agency reporting malfeasance like to the head of the yeah. fucking investigative bureau. Nah, we would. It probably wouldn't lead to an investigation. I was like, damn, that's how them niggas be? That's funny. Yes. Yeah. It's ran by but it was interesting. foolish pride is a thing. Yeah, it's interesting if that's actually, like, how they would go about a tip like that. You know what I mean? Like, if it came from another uh, agency that's not in, in charge of, like, intelligence or investigation, if they would just write it off like that. Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, but it's I, it's very common, the whole, like, uh, a lot of people just don't like egg on their face once they get to a certain Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Once they get to a certain point, they just, they don't... No amount of me slipping up is ever going to be. And it's the hubris to think that they would that they couldn't possibly find anything because you're so good at your job that you found everything. Exactly. That's some crazy hubris, bro. (laughs) But nah, man, that that, the it actually was very interesting towards the end. Yo, that that miniseries was very well produced and entertaining. Not for nothing, man. Like that was whoever like said, you know what? I think that story should be told. They deserve a raise because <laughs> that was a great catch because that yeah, was like... Shout out to them good uh, documentary You know what the best part about it is? No one fucking got hurt. No one got hurt. Like even the even the, the black lady who, who was involved in the scheme just passed, like she was pulled into the scheme. Yeah. She didn't get hurt in the end. She learned a lesson and it was a huge <laughs> inconvenience to her That's for sure. Funny. But like no one got hurt. And I kind of, I was like, thank like. God, in the days when you can watch, when I watched dozens of videos of the police beating people in the street, yeah. it was nice to watch something where it was just entertaining. <laughs> no, no real, no real big stakes in the end. No, no. That's why I enjoyed working at the library. Honestly, it's like, yo, people value what you're doing, and even if you fuck up, nobody gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's a very complacent chill. job for sure. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So I've started watching Insecure because Carolina was interested and I've heard so many good things of it. And honestly, I like Issa Rae as a person. Like every time I hear her speak, I find her very, uh, like she has something insightful to say. Even if I don't agree with her, it's insightful. But I don't know why I just generally avoid her work. And I, I can't. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Perfect. This is the time. Let me go watch this shit because... Everyone tells me it's good. Everyone, well, not everyone tells me it's good. I see people talking about how good it is. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, let me give her her shot. And honestly, I'm like full five episodes in and I'm just kind of like, mm. <laughs> you know what it is? It's, it's too real for me. I don't watch uh-huh. things to be engrossed. If I want to watch a bunch of regular people act like basic bitches, I'll go fucking walk outside my door. Right. And I'm not saying like, and I'm not saying Issa Rae is a basic bitch. I'm saying that the characters portrayed in there just they don't make intelligent choices. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, they're sure. so engrossed in their emotions, and like, I get it. Absolutely. Your your emotions are, but they're adults, and I just can't stand watching adults act in just irrational, illogical ways. Just, mm-hmm. and I know that that's me because that's how I consume the media. That's what we were talking about last time. Is like. I transpose my, I want to be able to transpose myself into the media. It's escapism for me. So if I'm watching something and I transpose myself into a situation that I then feel shitty about, I'm going to 
don't uh, think twice about why I chose to do this. Naturally. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's very well produced. Don't even get it twisted. Like the production value is there. It's a good show, but I just find it hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, basically how I what, exactly. And what it's probably because they're doing such a fucking good job, and and it's like, man, I got like I want to just like force myself to watch it, <laughs> just because it's like I feel like I would enrich myself by doing so. But man, like watching her like stumble through her relationship is like, god damn. <laughs> girl <laughs> like man i want the best for you uh isa's character um shit unfortunately i know her as isa ray first and so i call her character isa ray and i hear isa ray when they speak to her and so i don't know her character's name but that's not through any fault of them that's because uh, of my uh particular deficiency but her character is like She's so cool. Like, I like her. I love what she's doing and everything she's, she's like, she's trying to embody, but I'm watching her grow. And that's so painful. Like, people think it's painful to to go through the act of growing all those shitty experiences. It's painful to watch. Yeah, and sure. I don't look forward to it as a, as a parent. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I look forward to watching my son grow, but I don't look forward to watching him agonize in pain while I could do nothing. Because that's essentially what it is. Like, you can do nothing to the people agonizing in the TV. You know, and you're connecting to them viscerally if you're a human being and your brain is still working properly through all of this fucked up shit that we've been going through. <laughs> you're you're empathizing with the people in the TV screen, but you can do nothing about it. And it's a lot like being a parent when you're watching your child grow and you want to intercede because you know the right answer. You've been there. You've done that. Right. But you know that the only way you learn it is by having gone through it. And yep, so you're just sitting there like... For them. <laughs> With this shit face, just like, I really hope you make a good decision. I hope I did a good enough job to teach you to do a good uh, a good decision here. And so I, I feel that a lot when I'm watching this show. Like, every episode, there's at least four or five scenes where I'm just like, come on, make the right decision. You could do this. You could do this. Life is coming at you fast, but you're agile and you're strong, so you could do it. Nah. Very frequently, they make the bad decision. But <clears throat> not for nothing... I'm probably team Lawrence <laughs> because when the opportunity came to cheat because him and, okay. So I'll give a little bit of background. Um, uh, Issa Rae's character and, and Lawrence is, uh, are in a relationship. Lawrence is her love interest. Um, they, Lawrence is a struggling um, white collar worker. So he's, he had, I believe he has his degree and everything, but he's having trouble finding work. Like good gainful work that 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 commiserates his uh, his uh, education level, and he's with Issa Rae, who is a social worker, I believe, because she works with a lot of kids. So social worker is just a general catch-all phrase for people who work in a industry uh, that interacts with people. But I believe she, uh, she works with a lot of kids, and uh, she's 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 handling. You know what I mean? She's maintaining. She's got a good income, and she's. She, she's at a place in her life where she could probably start saving if she budgets herself right and all that good stuff. So she's at a spot in her life where she's ready to move to the next level. And uh, so that unfortunately is not commensurate with the fact that Lawrence is not in a stable career position. And so that causes friction in the relationship. And so that is the backdrop for a lot of uh, interactions that come 
throughout. So Issa has interactions with a old flame that she still has feelings for. And uh, Lawrence comes in contact with a, a young lady who has a good job at a bank, but is working towards her own dreams. And she's very like goal oriented and positive. And she sees his potential. She doesn't judge him for where he is in life. She's judging him based on the potential that she can see he has. And so she's very encouraging to him. And she is fly, my nigga. Extra double, double fly. Like her attitude and her beauty just make her like a super catch for him. You know what I mean? And so that's the backdrop for a lot of the letter episodes in which they are further interacting with these people. And they both have opportunities in which things can progress in a way that would compromise their personal relationship with each other. Now, when Lawrence is encountered with it, he backs away. He, he lets her know what the, the, the relationship situation with him is. But he tries to keep it open for a friendship because she's a really good person. And he has to see her on a regular basis. So there's no reason to to alienate this person. Makes sense. Now, when Issa is, is presented with this situation, she sleeps with her old flame. Doesn't even mention her man. Goes through with the dirt. Not even like a kiss. Like, okay, a passionate kiss. Let me, I got to I gotta say that. She just goes in. And then, you know what I mean? And it's just like, Damn. So just from that section of the relationship, I was like, I guess, you know what I mean? Like you are a free woman and he has no right to deny you that pleasure because you as a human being, a living entity have every right to those pleasures and nobody has ownership of you to deny you of that fact. But the fact that she just went in deep with that nigga like that and didn't even have a regard for her relationship until afterwards, that shit, that shit was, like, it was so, and that's what I'm saying, the production value is so high, like, nigga, me and Carolina are watching that, we're like, I'm where, I'm, I'm just like, wow, that shit was so powerful, I just had to turn that shit off, I was like, I'm good, like, I don't even want, like, I don't even want somebody to give me them feelings right now, you know what I mean, like, so... Once again, my my personal feelings about about it caused me to turn it off. But that is not a a indictment onto its quality of of production and acting and scripting and cat like it hits everybody. Damn! And so I was just like, you know what? If I really want to indulge in that, I could. I indulge in that all. Like people all around me are doing shit like that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, it's, it's super evocative. The show is crazy insecure. Um. And she and and it's very like the parts that don't have to do with that are actually super entertaining. Like Issa is a is a she has a hobby of rapping, and so in her head, a lot of times she'll be freestyling some shit, and it's hilarious. And so there's t- and it, uh, Yvonne Orji is in it. Her character is actually super well done too. But man, and you know respect. I get it. I every. I get what they're trying to do is that they don't want to have to represent perfect people all the time. Like why can't them as black women represent real black tropes? And I get it. That's cool. But as I said, that's not why I personally watch, 
watch things. Right. And so it, it's really hard for me to make it through it a lot. But the, the show is crazy, dude. Like, I mean, if just to expand your repertoire and maybe feel some shit that you've never act, you never you haven't felt in a long time. I shouldn't say you never felt like that's presumptive of me, but um, just to like broaden the watching, check it out, dude. Like it, it it's it's an interesting watch, um, and it supports black creators so yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but good things about that show. yeah man it's super yo like damn that shit is so real also isa was in a d smoke video uh i forgot the name of the song i just listened to it but it's a great song if you google it it's easy to find but yeah yo she that was a crazy video the video is amazing um and shout out to d smoke and his creativity because everything he puts out is fucking hella entertaining and the yo I can't tell you how I'm ex- how excited I am to see how high quality the production of black or Afrocentric um, uh, entertainment has become. The production quality is so fucking high. Like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And it, and it, and it really like kind of like Black Panther took it there. Like, there was a lot of well-produced, black-owned and maintained and distributed media before that. But, like, Black Panther took it to another level. And, boy, man, I'm really proud that, that we've been able to maintain that and plateau it at very least. You know what I mean? Like, also, the quality. Also, I think Jordan Peele had a big absolutely on that Absolutely. With um, Get Out. Yeah. And oh, man. Well. So, I saw some a, a weird Twitter thread that was, like, who would like to see uh, Tyler Perry or Jordan Peele's take on Static Shock? And not for what? nothing... Not Tyler Perry's. Thing. No, no, but you but know what? I would love to see Tyler Perry's take on on Static Shock. I don't particularly consume Tyler Perry's uh, media, but it it's the same thing as watching Jordan Peele go from comedy to horror. Yes, he was great in comedy, and so we expected high things from horror. But the the potential of Tyler Perry's production value brought to what he might imagine like because like i only it's not really, the production value that but, I, I doubt it's his creative hand you, but no i want to see him get out of that i i've never seen tyler perry's drama hand i've only seen his comedy hand and so i kind of feel like maybe i like his production st- like style in something else in another genre he does a lot of drama though like half of his stuff I, is and comedy, it, it would make sense like drama, i just yeah, yeah. But and I'm sure it's good because my main my main quabble with him is that his his uh comedy very frequently features Medea and I just don't like that character in particular. And so I'm kind of interested just just to see what it would be. You know, I mean, it would be different. It would be different. It would be different and it would have quality, a good quality to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm interested to see what he would do with a static shock. I I would trust him. To do something at least respectful to the character, no? Uh, we and and that's just to say we all know Jordan Peele would fucking destroy this shit. We all know that if Jordan Peele did Static Shock, bro. I don't know, man. I haven't. You seen don't think Jordan Peele would do good that, with Static Shock? No, no. I, okay. Jordan was who I said initially. Like, yeah. Like I, I just I don't know. I don't think um, I haven't seen anything that Tyler Perry has done that would give me the confidence that I would think that he would do like. But I've never shot. seen him do something like bad. I've seen him do things that I don't like. True. 
I've seen him do tons of things I don't like, but which that doesn't is, mean it's which bad. Is, which is that's the indicator that I that's letting me know that's what that's letting me know I wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> but I I think that it's mostly bad because I don't I don't particularly like drama and that style of comedy to begin with. Maybe if he does something in a genre that I'm predisposed to, then I would like what he's doing. I mean, it's possible. I, I listen, just can't give him I love when niggas tell me I'm not open-minded because I'm definitely open-minded. I'm <laughs> open to a lot of thoughts. They just have to be decently supported by something. And I think that the idea that Tyler Perry could do um, a young high school drama superhero movie with Static Shock, I don't think that's outside of his wheelhouse. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen Alex Cross? He played Alex Cross, didn't he? Yes, he did. That's what I'm like. That nigga. Oh, yes. was it bad? Yes. Oh, yes, it was it? Was. It was it horrendous. Was? Oh no! And he, it was a <laughs> no. replay of another character. Why are you destroyed by premise, nigga? Made by um, <laughs> that character of Alex Cross was was originally played by Morgan Freeman. Really? Yes, it's from the Along Came Spider and those that other thing. Oh. That's and right. He did by James Patterson. Yeah. It's funny because I never made the connection from the books because I know all the books. Exactly. Working in a library, all like if you work exactly. in a library, you can't help but be familiar with James Patterson because he takes up like probably a solid five to eight percent of a fiction section. That's and that's a nice. lot in a fiction section that probably has thirty five, you know, thirty five thousand books in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, like James Patterson is like I mean, at, ridiculous. At the end of the day, shout out to Tyler Perry because he's given a lot of black people work. You know what I'm and, and that's really what I'm so, about. I'm really trying to be so about that just, right now. Just because, because I, I, don't sh- like I, my I spit a lot of vitriol, and you and. know what it is? Thank God for Twitter. So I've been yelling at Twitter people a lot, and it makes me not so mad at people that I don't see on a regular basis. Like <laughs> it makes me. It's made my position a lot softer on things, dude. Like, like speaking of which, all right, let's go into to the next one. Kanye's doing his part. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's wait. Let's wait. But Kanye's doing his part. When it comes to this this time, if you only account for the last two weeks, Kanye's doing his part. Right. Why are you chuckling I'm good. like I'm good. that? I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm back. I'm good. Solid. I need Shut you to up. engage me on the Kanye's topic. Kanye's doing his part. That's right. We're right here. I got you. <laughs> Kanye's doing his part, though. He's made massive donations to all of the three major uh, recent police killings. Um, I did hear He was out that. protesting. Yes, um, he stayed off the fucking social media. That is Kanye's doing one. his part. That's a big one. I, I am all about turning a leaf and giving niggas a flower, their flowers when they do the right shit. Hey, man. You know what I mean? Because I I've been shooting a lot of hate. Up, it's been the 46 episodes of a lot of hate. And now I have something that I can genuinely hate on and not feel bad about. Like, there's tons of ills in the world right now for me to focus my attention on that are appreciant, that I can hear from my house. So when it comes to the the people out there attempting to do halfway decent, fuck you, Twitter whores, um, I'm going to give them their, their flowers. And Kanye, Kanye is doing his thing right now. You know what I mean? He, he seems to, have an idea of how he wants to contribute and he's doing so without making huge publicity out of it and that is what i appreciate from him that's good you know what i mean j cole's been on the lines kendrick's been on the lines they don't have to say nothing about it they just do it that's what i respect about them you know what i mean and so kanye uh i want to give him his flowers for putting money where in the right places 
putting his ten toes to the ground, walking with the people. And yeah, that, that that's that's where I would like to see that going. But yeah, damn, we just transitioned so smoothly out of that watching section. You see how we do that there? <laughs> um, all right, so where do we want to start? Um, let's do some more entertainment shit. Speaking of Jordan Peele, last week we talked about John Boy uh, Boyega. John Boyega, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why I always mess up his first name all the time. I throw in random first names all like with that nigga, and I <laughs> and I should definitely thinking of you. Yeah. But um, John Boyega was marching, and he expressed a lot of sentiment about feeling like he might be blackballed in the industry, in the American industry. And so I wanted to shout out Jordan Peele again for immediately stepping up and being a stalwart in why we have to have black people producing things with black people because he said yo it's impossible to be blackballed when i'll do work with you <laughs> my nigga that's pretty gangster you know what i mean like yeah. oh don't worry about that yeah that's easy because i got tons of shit in the right. works and i could always use a good black actor a well-trained uh, uh uh socially conscious black actor yeah right on he's like you want to be my next daniel kaluuya do it but yeah, no, I really appreciated that from him. That was an amazing step up, and it came in a, such a timely fashion. Yeah, that's pretty lit. Yes, sir. Um, man. So, 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 what are we to make of of, of Akon doing a track with Takashi? Yeah, no. I know. Really? I know. Jeez, uh, man, I'm so conflicted, dude. I'm so conflicted, bro. I'm thinking that I could just I'm anything that says Akon and Takashi, I'm going to ignore, and I'm just going to I'm just yeah, imagine like, that that's not something he's doing. All right, I guess I'll support like Akon, the leader of Akon City, but not Akon the rapper. I'm going to do some mental gymnastics here because <laughs> there's it's deserving. It's the only way at this. Point. And I'm going to say that Akon. Is thinking of the longer game, knowing that he could benefit from touching an audience that Takashi reaches, which is largely white people, that he might not already have. I know he's a mainstream hit. He's played all over the world. I'm trying to make some shit up here to validate my man. So I'm only going to make the assumption right now that Akon is expanding his audience somehow. <laughs> he's expanding his global audience and he's utilizing Takashi for that. At the same time, he's hoping to mentor him into being a better human. <laughs> I know. That's where I'm. I know. that, And that's kinda the funny like, part is that that's the like crazy. How Fat Joe did. <sighs> It I'm, so well I'm just time. hoping that Akon is attempting to really, to really ref help him be become a better person. Even though I don't even know if I believe in that kind of judgment. Like, whatever, yo. Like, he, he doesn't affect me, so I don't have any real reason to 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 get down on him in that manner. But I just don't like what he represents. Everything he represents, I don't believe. This nigga's got a motherfucking rainbow extension in his hair in the studio with Akon fucking just looking like a clown. And Akon's over there bopping with him on the beat machine. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't represent anything this I don't like anything this nigga represents in terms it's of Takashi. Like you need the bread, Akon. 
He like doesn't. He's bread, man. But he's already tried to shoot him bail. He been trying to shoot Takashi bail. I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's cool. That's weird. But you know, African niggas be greedy. You know what I mean? So maybe he's just like, yo, this nigga makes money and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make money. That's clearly what it is. Obviously. <laughs> it, it's a, it, money, MOE, man. Money over everything. Yeah, I don't know, man. But that that was really disappointing. For sure, for sure. But um, yeah, moving on from that. Um, and Dan- again, Akon was never a conscious like rapper though. He always just no, he wasn't did. a conscious rapper, but he was a conscious human being. Yeah, because I've, every interview I've ever seen him, he's always portrayed himself life, so. not only as an intelligent person, but a person of upstanding moral fiber. And so that's why it's so disappointing to see. And and I can only hope that he's attempting to do this in a mentoring fashion, seeing a vacuum somewhere and a hugely influential person that could be guided to be better. Like, if Akon took him under his wing, like, because imagine the potential there. Like, if that's where Akon's head is, like, you, he's bigger than him. It's like, there's working. no way that Takashi could ever dying to say that i brought clout to akon you know what i mean and so maybe that kind of overshadowing could put him in in the mindset that maybe this is a nigga to learn from and maybe akon could give him some of that 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 sauce you know what i mean that 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 og real mentoring you know and i'm i'm and that's what i mean i'm a hopeless optimist I'm always optimistic, so I'm just hoping. You know what I mean? <laughs> against all odds, man. That's, that's, <laughs> against all odds. You know it is mean? against very it's against very slim odds. You feel me? But yeah. <clears throat> um, another here, I'm gonna um do I have some more news topics? Nah, fuck that. Let's move past that. <laughs> um Chick-fil-A. Chick- what did they do? They threw up the blue wall, bro. Chick-fil-A is no longer part of the diet, nigga. <laughs> they got all their, their 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 they got all of their employees wearing Blue Lives Matter shirts. So I don't even Whoa. fuck with niggas who work with, with Chick-fil-A. Like if you going to wear hilarious. that shirt, my nigga, like I don't know how hard on that how hard like life is right now that you would have to hilarious. choose to wear that shirt to make a living. Like if that's it, then I'm sorry for you like but I'm not fucking with nobody who wear that shirt. <laughs> Period. Yo, that's super late. They, they, need, they didn't even hit the all yeah, lives matter, nigga. They said, we support the niggas beating you in the fucking face, nigga. What? Bro. I mean, that shouldn't really surprise anyone. They, they you know, and, and, right and I feel jump. bad because it's bad that I took. I should have stopped fucking with them when they were anti-homosexual just because it's not right to be anti-anybody like that. Unless you're, unless, you know what I mean? I'm anti-hate. So if you have an ideology of hate, then I will be against you, like fascism and racism. That I'm okay with being against. But I'm not okay with being against people freely expressing their love and freely expressing who they are with whom they want to. That is not, that's not something that is okay to hate. You know what I mean? You cannot agree with it all you want, but you can't hate it. And so I should have stopped fucking with them on that. So that was on me. For being late to the party. And I'll accept that responsibility. And I hope that elucidating it as such lets people know that I've I've learned where that was wrong. But nigga, blue eyes matter? (laughs) Fuck out of here, nigga. That's an easy one for me, bro. That was easy for me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And in and out. 
and in and out nigga. Ooh, in and out that's a rough one. I mean, I'm I haven't been fuck them niggas. One of nah, them niggas, niggas, so. nigga, no amount of motherfucking grilled onions gonna get you <laughs> to motherfucking let me give you money to give the motherfucking police. Not happening. Not gonna happen. No, sir. So yeah, Chick Fil A and In and Out is off the menu for me. I know that I know a lot of niggas who are still gonna eat there, but man, it sucks too, man. Because people be, I, I, I well, I used to have a lot of visitors, you know what I mean, coming from out of town, and they would love to go to places like Starbucks. And I'm like, yo, I don't go to Starbucks, and they would get mad at me, like, you're not gonna take me to Starbucks? It's right there. And I'm like, I'm not gonna take you to Starbucks. You can walk there from wherever I'm going, but I'm not gonna take you to Starbucks. No, it's not happening. It's not how we do it in these parts, but. It is what it is, man. I know a lot of people are going to visit me and want to go to In-N-Out, and it's going to be a sad day for them. <laughs> no animal fries for you, nuggas. But anyway, um, oh, man, Activision got a lot. I'm going to switch up from those topics for a little bit, but um, Activision, whoo, so. What do do this time? No, it's the board is actually, uh giving backlash to the ceo for his incommensurate pay nice he has been routinely for years missing goals but his salary has been, been increasing, increasing every year every like year a thug. that's right like a real looter that's right like a real looter nigga you, you know what i mean and so the board has finally had enough and they're like nope we're about to take you to court God. I really hope they claw back that shit. Oh, I hope they claw back his bonuses. You know Get what? Get that I hope? nigga. I hope that they waste a whole lot of money, both of them, in court, and nothing comes of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. And that's the funny part. It's, you know how much waste it's pretty much a wealth transfer from them to the court and lawyers. Yeah. Because nothing will come of this. It won't help either neither the business nor the oh, the ceo have to battle it out in court for like three years and then and, and the board has a amount. has a lawyer on retainer they got a nigga waiting in the wings to do this <laughs> they've been ready to fuck so it's gonna be a wrap you know what i mean and i hope that they really get him because the malfeasance on the part of the ceo of activision is monumental yeah. and that would be an understatement he should go to court and said, Your Honor, they allowed me to do this for all these years. I didn't know it was wrong. Oh man, oh, rocket punch. <laughs> Nigga, that would that, that would be that would be such a great defense. Hey man, that's and I really less, hope it doesn't work. I really hope it doesn't work. That's the classic defense, man. I really hope it doesn't work. Dave Chappelle said advice. I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> I was unaware. Using that excuse relentlessly. Yeah. Yeah, they have. But yeah, what else we got going on? Um, oh, I wanted to give a shout out. There wasn't much else to talk about. It's pretty much back to politics. But anyway, um, so I know I bitch a lot about Mitch McConnell being the, the uh, he's a, I can't remember if he's the Speaker of the House. I think he's the Speaker of the House. Um, but uh I always bitch about Mitch McConnell, how terrible he is, and fuck the people who voted him in, and fuck the people who keep him in power, and all of that shit. But I see a chance for them all to redeem themselves right now. There's a gentleman, an African-American man named Charles Booker, who's running to D.C. Mitch McConnell. Um, I think he has one hurdle right now. He's in a primary with uh, a woman who is pretty much a Republican. So the Democratic establishment chose to run a Republican light in their own primary against the African-American progressive. This is your chance, Kentucky. 
this is your chance to rectify the fucked up shit that has been the legacy of Mitch McConnell. Put the turtle back in his shell. Vote in Charles Booker. First, he has to win his primary. That would be the first indicator that Kentucky is ready to turn a leaf. I will bite my tongue. If they vote, if if Charles Booker can get past the primary into the main election, I believe he can dethrone Mitch McConnell. I believe that this is a time in which he is uniquely equipped to do so. And I really would love to see that happen for him. So if anyone out there can hear this, do if you have a chance to vote in the Kentucky primary, if you have any chance to influence that in, in whatever positive way you can, please do put it out there for Charles Booker, because that's some real change. Because not only because that's like when um you drain life, you not only take their life, but you add to your life like Charles Booker would be a huge swing because not only would you deprive the Republicans of Mitch McConnell. But you would unseat a, a horrible speaker of the house. <laughs> I, I can't, and I'm not. I'm not sure if that's he's the majority leader in one of the republic Republican houses. But yeah, um, if we can get that, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to give him a shout out and some and, and some airtime on here for that. Um, let's move on, Minneapolis has made a very in the Minneapolis um uh public council has uh decided that they are going to make moves to disband the Minneapolis police. Oh shit. And they have yeah. a veto-proof majority to do so. Yeah. So now this is interesting because it is absolutely the best thing that they could do these people this organization is by and large like the most corrupt that has been in the public eye in a little while it has been responsible for so much malfeasance that it is not capable and their inability to be self-reflective enough to to at least try to make penance. They have been completely unrepentant of their brutal and unlawful tactics. Yeah, you say inability, I say unwillingness. Absolutely. I, I believe that they are unable and unwilling. They have neither the ability nor the drive to do so. Which means it can't happen. You know what I mean? There's no way to make an appeal to them. That's why I say it in that Fast. fashion. Because there is no appeal to be made for, to them to reform. So they're disbanding. So they're, 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 the city council is moving to disband them. And that would be an amazing precedent to set. Yeah. Now, in the wake of disbanding them, that is the time in which you want to pass policy in which to make sure that whatever lawmaking entity prevails thereafter... Not does not have the capability of capturing the public servants the way that they had. Mm-hmm. And I hope I worded that properly for people because that's a very important idea. There's windows of opportunity that cannot be missed. Because once you have a new public law enforcement entity, 
it will immediately be put into a place because we are so ready to have another police force there. People will be soft to, to the idea of curtailing their power. So it is important to make sure that you put the reins in before they have any real authority. If you lose that, they will probably be able to industrialize similarly as the, the former Minneapolis police. And then lobby to make sure that they can, they can regulate themselves, which will put us back at square one. And that would be a terrible precedent. That would be a terrible way of squandering this precedent. And so that, I, I think, is a really interesting uh, a turn of events, especially in Minneapolis, when the mayor had already displayed and got publicly shamed like a boss uh, for saying that he was not interested in disbanding the police. <laughs> Yo, he went into a protest. And when asked whether he would disband the police or, uh, uh, or defund the police, he said he would not. And they all uniformly booed his ass out of there, <laughs> publicly shamed him. He had to walk away. By the way, that nigga looks like he's 12 years old. I wouldn't, I, like, I would, I'd have a hard time yelling at him because I feel like I'm yelling at a child. That nigga looks so young. <laughs> Jesus, man, that's crazy. He takes care of his skin, man. <laughs> Bro, oil of Olay, man. But yeah, that shit was that was that was a great show of public solidarity to boo that man out of there. But um boo that man. Boo. But um yeah, and then and then and this is just a rumor from what I understand. I heard uh from the Twitterverse that the New York City police uh chief and commissioner resigned which triggered a resignation of 300 officers simultaneously. Lit. And I say, good fucking Lit. riddance. Thank you. You're saving us the job of defunding your bitch asses. <laughs> Thank you. Peace, nigga. Please, I hope the door smashes you on the way out. I hope they fucking yank your bitch ass pensions. I hope they fucking give you all of the disgrace that you deserve for walking out on the job of protecting the citizens, you fucktards, which you weren't doing in the first place. Oh, it was so glorious for me to read that. And I know it's just a rumor, but man, I hope it's true. <laughs> Boy, I would love for that to be true. Because, man, be they're just epic. such a virulent bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like we said, they've made it impossible to interface with them. And so, like, man, I'm just so glad you're showing your true colors. We ain't need your ass in the first place. What you going to do? Go form a militia? I promise <laughs> you that the new public safety council ain't going to let it happen. And guess what? Now that y'all niggas don't got no power, guess what's happening next? Gun reform. Fuck niggas. What? <laughs> what? We're taking away all the big guns. Nobody needs to have a fucking uh, a semi-automatic weapon like that, dog. And neither the police need it. And now that the police are automatically, they're, they're, they're quitting. So they won't have access to them. We can now say it's publicly okay to reduce the amount of heavy firearms in the public. My big thing is, is that as long as the police got them guns, nigga, I want them guns because I never want there <laughs> to be a vast incongruency between that's the fair. civilian population and the police population, because that's when they feel like they can just stomp on you. I want them to always fear that they might be walking into a house that will defend itself. That should always be everyone's right. You know what I mean? So don't just, if you have a right to if you have a warrant and you got everything coming into my house. 
that's your that's that's the the, the situation of the du- judiciary but I don't want you to be able to just know that I am unarmed and 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 I have no capable defense. No, nah, I'm good on that. So that's why I really do love this this idea that the police are voluntarily quitting because then we can actually pass meaningful gun reform. But there will be no meaningful gun reform when there is a belligerent, prejudiced, racist, white supremacist organization with big guns running around killing black people. I will never advocate for dearming black people in that in that in that environment ever. But if we can start making the environment more amenable to people not carrying big weapons like that, if we can reduce the threat level, then you won't need the big guns to defend yourself. It's very adequate to defend yourself with a handgun or a shotgun. And you know what I mean? And that I think is the meaningful reform that every uh, I think that's what they mean by common sense gun reform. That's the reform everyone wants. You know what I mean? And But it can't happen with the police over here with fucking tanks. Some nigga was posting pictures of a little ass town in Texas. And I mean, yo, my G, you would have been impressed. As an army, a former army engineer, you would have been impressed by this vehicle. You'd have been like, you know what? This vehicle will keep people safe. It is a fucking <laughs> tank that they fucking have in their SWAT division. Like, Why? Why? You know what I mean? Yeah, so man, that extra budget had to go somewhere. And 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 I don't want to sound. I'm not a Republican. I don't agree with none of it. But we all have to acknowledge that Obama is the one who took the weapons from Iraq and brought them back to America and sold them to the police. That was Obama, man. That was y'all boy Obama. So I'm not. There was. There's no equivocation here. But we do got to understand there is a bipartisan desire to fuck the public with the police. So let's not do that. We need people who are genuinely stating that they want to bring the police presence down and maybe even get rid of the police state. There are, pub- there is our- there are ways of providing public safety that don't require militarized police. And, and we need to look for candidates that are genuinely pushing for that. Reform ain't a thing. You can't reform someone beating the shit out of someone and consistently being trained to put their knees on people's necks. This has become a universal sign for the disregard for human fucking life at this point. And if you guys can't even come to the fucking conclusion that you will promise us you won't do that, then fuck you. Your whole organization needs to go. Period. That's it. Don't talk to me no more about it. If you can't promise me that you can't do your job without putting your knees on people's necks, then fuck you. And I'll say it loud every day to any police officer in his face. That shit don't make no sense. Why you can't do your job without beating the shit out of me. It don't make no sense. But anyway, yeah. That's why I don't support no organization that wants to put Blue Lives Matter cool you've 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 stepped on one side of the line and you can have that but don't come into contact with me because i don't respect that decision also what is a blue life (laughs) fucking fictitious thing that they made up to be able to justify their fucking racist fucking system sorry i don't know let me i i I think the next level for this podcast is for me to learn not to say the word fuck so frequently (laughs) Um, it's, is it bad that I find the word fuck more offensive than the word nigga? I don't know. Everyone has their preferences. Yeah. I ain't the word police. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, there hasn't been too much else going on. 
One thing I did want to talk about before we wrap is um the necessity for local news. And I see this more and more as I gain increasing portion of my news from the internet. We have to understand what the journalistic hierarchy is because this produces the information that is important for us as citizens to know to be good citizens, to be able to interact properly with protest, to be able to interact properly when we vote. And unfortunately, in this new internet media environment, a weird inversion has happened where the TV media has started to draw on the internet media, replacing the place where they would draw upon the journalistically integ- the journalistic integrity of local news media. And that's something that I don't think that all people on the internet or who fully indulge in the internet as their main source of news media understand. That if you do not have a robust local news media that is centralized about uh, around a publication like a newspaper, then you have fundamentally disrupted the journalistic production line. Okay? So what ends up happening is, is that you have investigative journalists and reporters who work in concert to gain information and distribute information. Okay. One of the main ways in which a journalist has of producing credible information is by having it published through a newspaper. There is a certain amount of credibility that comes with publishing your words in print because they are not retractable. Once you have printed your words, they're out there and you cannot change them. And so there's a certain level of credibility that was built up in journalism through the ability to present information that was irrefutable in print. And that's what created the contemporary journalist uh, field and industry. Now, they would, at the advent of radio and then TV, would then take their print production, aggregate stories, and then radio then transferring into TV and then cable news would aggregate local news and distribute it even wider to a national and then possibly to a global market. But we have to understand that all news technically comes from newspapers. So the fundamental attack on 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 news entities like the Miami Herald and the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the Wall Street Journal, who actually are probably behind their own attack on their their physical, because they are also the primary digital media vendors who have put their print sections out of work, which they already know supports the journalists. The journalists now have to produce stories for internet content creators who are not beholden to the printed word. And so they are not beholden to produce uh, anything with journalistic integrity. So now the journalists are not incentivized to do real reporting, to do real investigation, I mean. 
They're not, they're not incentivized to do real investigation. They're incentivized to be creative writers. And so now they've created an environment in which the television is reporting on the internet media, which is not based in any kind of journalistic industry, which means that there's no, uh, I, there's no pretense of fact or, or, um, even uh, ethical integrity when it comes to the information being presented. And so I bring this to say, if you have the ability to support your local newspaper, read something like it's really good and it's not that expensive and it'll give you an entirely new look on what's going on in your local area, which is super important because if there's anything that I've advocated on this podcast it's to be involved in your local politics. And so this is one way in which you can inform yourself on how to do so. And so I'm just providing this as information so that I'm not just screaming, you know, useless platitudes into the nothingness. This is some this is one way in which you can further the idea of getting yourself involved in your local politics. Uh, and that is by supporting your local newspaper, which supo- supports journalism at large. Because when many cities do this well, they create a network of information that when broadcast nationally can create a very positive zeitgeist, which is uh, a spirit of the people. You know what I mean? It could create a solidarity that is that is uh, uh, true, not like the solidarity that's created by CNN through their mostly um, false reporting, you know, misreporting, uh, 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 slanted reporting. And that's not to say Fox News is by far the worst, but I I only say CNN uh, because I hold them to a higher standard. They they represent themselves as a fair, bipartisan uh, endeavor. And so I feel like their abdication of their responsibility here is is hugely detrimental. And it's even worse than the people who you know are openly satiring reality. When you know Fox News isn't giving you real news, it's it is what it is. They you, did you hear what they did the other day? They put they 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 posted a graphic that showed um that linked Wall Street gains to civil unrest. And it showed how whenever there's been massive unrest, Wall Street gains. And so they're saying that this is overall a positive thing. It was just a fucked up <laughs> graphic to, to show. And um, yeah, so like when you have a, a, a news entity like that, that's just a clearly bad actor, you know, you really hope that the, the CNNs do their job. But they much rather post Don Lemon trying to fucking get a yes queen on fucking Trump, <laughs> which is like the most useless fucking thing ever. Um, I don't even know who he's talking to when he does that shit. Bro, he, for real. Like, I'm like, yo, nigga, you don't get tired to, of telling. Like, if I say the same thing more than three times, I usually start getting self-conscious. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, aren't you tired of doing this yet? <laughs> But I guess he doesn't get tired of, of armchair activists on Twitter saying, I love you, I'm loving, you're so amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck those idiots, man. I Yo, man, I've really come to dislike. <laughs> like, I, I've, I've grown, hip-hop Twitter has grown on me, but white people Twitter is the most insipid thing that I've ever fucking encountered, <laughs> bro. They're the worst thing ever. Like, you just can't give some people anything. Like, 
Ugh. I'm starting to get used to people actually typing the way they pronounce things, and <laughs> that is what it is. I I might not like that, but you know you can't get around it. Yeah. But yeah, like, limited characters. People are gonna use shorthand. Yeah, true, true. You know, but I when I do that, I actually go and I try to make my thought more concise. <laughs> but I guess that's asking a lot of people. Yeah, there are lots of different personalities out there. True. And Twitter is not meant for thinking your things. Through. It's so true, and that it's abs- not the purpose of Twitter. It's really Twitter not. One hundred percent. The first thing that comes. It's to for promotion. Mind. I thought. Like, like that's the thing I don't get is Twitter like when things get too heated on Twitter. To be used for promotion. Twitter was created so that you could regurgitate the first thing in your mind. People just learn to sell shit on it afterwards because this is America. It is a much better use of it, though. To exist. Twitter is much better as a promotional item for people who are trying to, like, create. Because, like, for people who are doing podcasts or music, like, I, I think it's great for that. You know what I mean? And not just because that's what I use it for, but it, it, the platform does, I don't think it does harm in that way. You know what I mean? Because there's not. a lot of because when you try to convey things that are too serious on Twitter, um, since you since it's not a place for nuance, you're doing more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And you also very likely, especially when you're being positive, you're very likely to be flooded by bots. Oh really? Yeah. No, I'm usually negative, so I don't ever get that shit. Flames, nigga. What? <laughs> but yeah, nah. It's I just wanted to um to to end on that because uh. You know, as I try to aggregate news and, and, and such throughout the week, it become it's become very evident that I have to myself extend my I have to move away from uh, online digital media because the, unfortunately, the, like a lot of alternative media outside of Joe Rogan, which I find to be the only one who genuinely represents himself in that sphere, which he's just he's not even news. He's just uh, current events mostly but like when you look at like the hill or any any of those um alternative news outlets like newsy news outlets um they fall into the same trap as the regular news outlets because the issue isn't the point of view like people think like oh don't watch fox news because of the point of view or don't watch msnbc because of the point of view or don't watch CN or, or, or CNN because of the view, and that's not actually the problem. The problem is, is that they are profit motivated. Listen, you can tell me your view all you want, as long as your ultimate goal is to tell me the truth. But if your ultimate motivation is the is the profit motive, there is no profit in the truth. There's no profit in the truth. Sorry, guys, the truth is only good on on intrinsic value, and so. You're never going to make it big just being a truth teller. You know what I mean? Even Noam Chomsky isn't like rich, rich off of telling the truth. He's rich, rich off of being a fucking author. You know what I mean? Like he's rich, rich off of being a linguist and having great credentials. And You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he, the truth is ancillary to 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 how he made money. And then, And I only say that to say news media is a profit entity. And so it doesn't matter what viewpoint they're giving you. Any news media whose motive is ultimately to make money is going to be producing things for your entertainment. And the truth isn't entertaining. The truth is a necessity to understand the world around you, but it is not entertaining. And so you're never going to get the truth from them. And so I would absolutely take a right-wing news media that makes zero money and is there strictly to tell me the truth. Because 
even if they're telling me their truth, I'm smart enough to make out whether they're full of shit or not. You know what I mean? And so if they're just saying wild shit, I can easily walk away from that. But it's hard when the news media is masquerading as a fact-based organization looking for your best interest when it is not. It is neither fact-based or interested in your best interest. And so I, you know, I really hope that I can encourage people to start to get more involved with your local media, whatever that is, um, wherever it is, because most cities have uh, a newspaper of some sort. And that newspaper is currently embattled with some organization that's trying to buy them up to control their programming. And so, like, even here in Bell, California, um, Hassan Minhaj uh, did a great episode of Patriot Act on this, where he pointed out, like, in Bell, California, the, a, comp- a company bought their newspaper so that there wouldn't be any reporting on the fact that there was uh, a vote in the council to remove the pay limits from the council members that they all agreed to pass and then siphon all of the money out. And even worse was that there was an email trail that was easily found once somebody did get wind of it, which if there was a journalist in that town working for a newspaper would have found it easily because they stay on top of those kind of things, would have exposed, oh yeah, no, they're robbing the city. Big, big bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like just they're robbing it hand over fist. And, uh, like even in the email, they said, "I look forward to taking all of Bell County's money." <laughs> they literally said that. You know what I mean? Like it was it was comically criminal. You know what I mean? And so those are the kind of things that you can uh, uh, you can stop from happening just by being engaged. You know what I mean? You're engaged. You encourage a couple other people to be engaged. You talk to people around you, and so that'll that'll make a bigger difference than being enthralled in 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 something that you don't fully understand you know what i mean like this is the first step to learning to understand the politics you know what i mean by being involved in what's happening locally you know what i mean because it's a microcosm of what's happening you know nationally and globally like politics scales really well actually you know what i mean like not until you get to the extremes do you have to really start switching tactics, you know. And 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 not for nothing, social media is a is a huge reason for that. But yeah, hope that uh, that was uh, an informative little lot for you guys. Um, you got anything going on? That's it, man. Cool beans. Alrighty, people. I'll leave you with these words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Follow us on Twitter at Home Heron. Check me out on Instagram at Rico underscore G sound. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.